Good morning, everybody. Even if it is not morning where you are listening right now, please go ahead and say good morning to yourself because it will be a good morning tomorrow. I like to say good, like good morning. You can thank Bruce Almighty for that. It's good. Anyways, this is the Grace Over Diet Training. This is session number two. The title of this is called Food. The first frontier. Now, before we get started, I would like to say a quick word of prayer. Father, Lord, I just pray that you bless the person who is listening to this podcast. Father, that you bless their pursuit of health. Lord, their pursuit of whatever it might be that they are endeavoring to accomplish. Father, I pray that you bless the work of their hands, that you honor their discipline, their commitment to take better care of themselves, and their desire to take better care of themselves. Lord, Lord, I pray that you renew their mind, that you transform their mind and how they view fitness. And Father God, please give me your words to help them along the way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, if you are still listening after that prayer, then that's probably good. Most likely, you are a Christian, and I would like to say hello, my brother and or sister in Christ. So I would first like to start off saying by, it's called Food the First Frontiers, because everybody's biggest question is about food. Everybody wants to know, is this food good for me? Is this food not good for me? Can I eat this? Can I not eat this? And the surprising thing is when you really start to talk to people, people are pretty well uneducated about it. I remember I was talking to a young lady the other day. I forgot what it was. She didn't know that donuts had sugar in them. Now, you might be listening to this and might not realize that what donuts have sugar in them and if that's the case that's totally okay with me i am not judging you i am not angry with you lack of knowledge makes the people perish amen that'll preach right there and it has probably many sundays so i want to start talking about food and i want to try to get to make this as simple as humanly possible So first, I want to start off with a line of diets that they're actually according to a website. I forgot what the website's called, but these are the top 10 diets right now, according to this website. The DASH diet, the Mediterranean diet, the Flexitarian diet, which I'm not sure what that is, Weight Watchers diet, which I am familiar with, the Mind diet, which is supposedly good for Alzheimer's, I'm sure it is, the TLC diet, which might mean tender loving care, I don't know, the Volumetrics diet, again, I have no clue what that is, the Mayo Clinic diet, thank you for the Mayo Clinic, the Ornish diet, the Fertility diet, and that is number 10. So, There's a wide range of diets that also, but these are probably the ones that are most accessible to most people, and that's why they pick these 10. But all these diets probably have some similar things in common. They probably require a certain amount of vegetables and limiting a certain amount of sweet foods and whatever. But I want to talk about what really matters about diet. The most important thing about your dieting success is not carbs, protein, or fat. The most important thing about your success is you. What do I mean by that? 
Well, in reality, it all pretty much comes down to two things. Your DNA and your gut bacteria. Whoa, 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 David, what in the world are you talking about? This does not make any sense. And I'm saying, yes, it does. Now, I'm not really here to get into the nitty gritty of DNA and gut bacteria, okay? I am here to tell you that these things matter. I can probably do a whole separate podcast and I have to do as knowledgeable as I am on it. I'd have to do a lot more research and prepare. And I will do that one day for those people who are really hungry for it. But I'm talking about food the first frontier not dna and gut bacteria but what i want to talk about regarding these two things is their importance and how they affect the food that you eat and how your body responds to food now whether or not this is something that is new to you that doesn't really matter to me what i'm concerned about is one thing how your body responds regarding your blood sugar because if you can control your blood sugar, in many cases, my friends, you can control your health. Now, there is an absolutely fantastic TED Talk out there that I suggest everybody go listen to at some point in their lives. Is called, What is the Perfect Diet for Humans? And I'm just going to take you guys through it really quick. So these guys are from Israel. And they wanted to find out what is, scientifically speaking, the best diet for humans. So they talked about some of their theories and their theories about blood sugar. Now, I came across blood sugar because I discovered that when it comes to macronutrients in our bodies, our body pretty much breaks them down the same. Fats, proteins, carbohydrates, it doesn't matter what you eat, that's what your body is going to break down your food into. And then there's also vitamin A's, B's, C's, your minerals, and all that good stuff. And you know, again, we don't have to get into that today. But when I realized that this was the case, it really confused me and I was just like, okay, then what is the most important thing? And it kept coming across blood sugar sugar and glucagon and insulin and these things are important and many of us have maybe have heard of it or maybe you haven't but these guys in this ted talk were also figuring out the same thing it's not the most important factor well let me it is a very very important factor but it's not the only factor there are many things that go into how your body responds to food but what they decided to do is that they put out their theory out there and they actually able to convince a thousand or so people to go on this study with them. And what they did is that they had these people track their food over a certain period of time. And what they also had them do was they had them wear a blood sugar monitor throughout the process while they were doing this. So uh, they had a computer that was checking their blood sugar, and then they would be writing down what they ate. And then what the people, the scientists started to do is that they started to correlate, okay, this person ate this and their blood sugar spiked, this person ate this and their blood sugar did not spike. So what is going on here? So what they realized is that people were eating ice cream and they were having lower blood glucose responses than 
brown rice. In fact, out of the thousand people that they did, 65% of them had bl better blood sugar responses. When I say that, I mean they ate ice cream and their blood sugar didn't spike as much as when it ate as when they ate brown rice. And this is actually contradictory information to what most of us are told because we believe that brown rice is a health food that is excellent. But we can't eat brown rice by itself because we still have to remember it's still a carbohydrate. And even if it might have some fiber, it is majority carbohydrate. And they realized that 65% of people had better blood glucose responses to ice cream than they did brown rice. So once they figured this out, they started taking people's uh, gut bacteria, and if you want to figure out what your gut bacteria is, guess what you got to do? You got to take a sample of your poop. Isn't that terrible? That's just like, oh, I'm not doing that. Well, I'm probably going to do it one day. I'm just saying. And then they uh, did their DNA, and they did some anthropometric stuff and lifestyle, and it was this really incredible thing. Once they got through this, they were able to put together an algorithm based on their DNA and their gut bacteria. And they were able to predict, based on these things, what people were supposed to eat. And then they tested it. So they took a lot of those same people, they took them back through it, and they put them up, I think, on maybe two different diets, and they were able to guess, and the computer was able to guess, which foods they should eat. And guess what happened? Is that these people who were on these specific diets based on their gut bacteria and based on their DNA, they discovered that on these specific diets, they, were, they had stable blood glucose levels all the way through. And as we said earlier, blood glucose is a significant factor, and there's a lot of things that go into that that we don't have to get into, but blood sugar spikes tend to lead to more fat storage. And the reason for that is, is because your body is doing everything that it can to get your blood sugar back to normal because high blood sugar is really, really dangerous as we know for diabetics. And again, these things are important, but we're not talking about that right now. What we're talking about is they had different groups of people on different diets and they both responded differently and both of them on different diets had stable blood glucose levels 100% of the time. So what is the main conclusion? So what the question is, what is the best diet for humans? The answer? There isn't one. There is no such thing as the best diet for humans because everybody is wired so differently. Everybody. We all have different gut bacteria. We all have different DNA. We all have a different socioeconomic background. We all have a different cultural background. We all eat different foods. We all have different lifestyle factors. All these things are different and they affect the kind of food that we're supposed to eat. So when you're wondering if I should go on the keto or the paleo diet or the orange diet or the fertility diet or the Mayo Clinic diet, I'm gonna tell you 
go ahead and pick one of those diets. But if they're not working out for you, don't freak out because there is something that you can do about the way that you eat. And there's a way that you can measure, thank you, technology. There's a way that you can measure the food that you are supposed to eat. And it is through, my friends, monitoring your blood sugar when you eat. Now I have a part two to this training and the part two is available to people who are my clients and who are part of my Grace Over Diet program. So I hope that if you are just a listener that this was an edifying podcast for you, that this was an edifying training, that it got you thinking, it got you interested, that the concept of Grace Over Diet is to empower yourself to start to take control of your health and to stop using and relying on diets to get you there. Because I am telling you when you start eating certain foods and you start monitoring your blood sugar when you do it, it is going to change the way that you eat. It's going to change how you want to eat food. It's going to be, you're going to be different. I shouldn't eat that banana. Or if I do eat that banana, I'm going to eat it with something that's going to help slow my blood sugar response. I hope that is the case for you. And I hope that you were able to pick this up and run with it just a little bit more and have just one more step towards perfecting your health. Now, this is the end of part one of this training. And bless you are a client of mine, in which case just keep listening because it's going to keep going on. But God bless you. God bless you wonderful people and have an absolutely fantastic day. And I will see you next time.